Thank you, Aiden, you're awesome. I'm Aiden Hatton. Now, the only reason I get called awesome from Colin Whitcomb is that I love supporting his local coffee spot, and many others. A thought came to me a while ago that the time Milwaukeeans find themselves living in is the perfect time to support and spread awareness of local business. Milwaukee was ranked embarrassingly low in National Coffee City rankings in 2020, and I was explaining my disappointment of this on my show, Games and Grub, when a caller pushed me over the edge to do this idea. Your coffee thing, Aiden, you got to get in touch with the people that are the coffee in Milwaukee and say, you know, what's going on? That, was, that's what you should do. It was right. That's a great idea. You could be the guy. You could be the guy. I want to know. I want to know what, what the outcome is. But I think this is an opportunity for you to become like, you know, the voice of Milwaukee coffee. There you go. So here we are. Ten interviews with the faces of ten all locally owned coffee shops and all of them give a unique perspective on the industry, Milwaukee's perception around the country, and some societal issues that come to light through their daily work with coffee. I hope this series teaches that the nickname Brew City means much more than just beer. The voice of Milwaukee Coffee. I invite you to join me on that original initiative of supporting Milwaukee Coffee as we explore the city so near and dear to my heart through the lens of its beautiful, purposeful, and diverse coffee shops. This is Milwaukee Coffee. Reimagine Brew City. All right, a very special guest on board, co-owner, one of the first three official employees of the Milwaukee staple known for coffee, beer, and community. Yes, you heard that right, coffee and beer. Here to explain is Venture Brew Company co-owner, Jake Rohde. Jake, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Let's uh, let's go to square one. Let's start yeah. off. Where did you know your invet- your adventure in coffee start? Oh man, I think um, my adventure in coffee started actually out in Denver, um, Denver, Colorado. I went to a shop called Corvus uh, Corvus Coffee, and the way they were doing things there was different than I had ever experienced. This was probably about 10, 11 years ago. Um, from there, after I got home from that trip. Um, I kind of tried to pick apart why the experience there was so good. And it was good um, not only because the coffee was next level good, but everything about the shop was set up in a way um, to really enhance that experience. So the service was was just amazing. Uh, The space was amazing. Uh, It was nice outside. So that, you know, all all of the um, extraneous details uh, lined up too. But, um, when I got home, I, I decided to start playing around with the coffee roasting myself, um, at home. So I started out, um, really simple. You can roast coffee in a, in a frying pan. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, and then went to like a whirly pop and, uh, which is like a popcorn maker. And then I ended up getting a couple of home coffee roasting machines. Um, that kind of took over my life. In that same period of time, um, Simon and I, one of uh, the, the other co-owners of, of Venture Bruco, uh, we had a, a photography business together called Bala Photography. And so we were working together. We met Rob through photography as well. We kind of created this group of, um, I mean, we just had a, a good group of friends between the three of us. And we decided to start going on um, trips called uh, Beer Venture. Uh, and one of those trips ended back out in Denver, where we got to experience that um, coffee experience again, as well as 
tour some amazing breweries. And on that trip, we really got a vibe of this like community aspect between, between all these businesses, not only breweries sending us to other breweries, but coffee shops sending us to, you know, their friends down the street who were also doing something cool with coffee. And those two things seem to intersect so well. So then we started thinking about what if these things were both in the same space and they had that aspect of community built in. And when we came home from that trip, we kind of, you know, this, that was kind of the seed of, of what we have now currently Venture Bruco, um, coffee, beer and community all in one space. I love it. I, I, and I also love that you mentioned photography and I was going to get into it anyway, but you know, your blend as a former photographer sort of mirrors the image of obviously your, as you mentioned, your fellow co-owners, Simon and Rob. Um, and we actually talked to the uber popular coffee blogger, MKE, April Larson yeah. uh, herself. She's also a photographer turned coffee fanatic. So what is it about the two job fields you'd think that, that kind of intersect in any way? Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, there is <laughs> it, it, like coffee, coffee shops tend to, yeah, kind of uh, attract an art, you know, a, a set of artistic uh, folk, I suppose you could say. Um, they're great. I think one of the, the things we realized is we were um, thinking beyond the, the beverage itself, um, but the space, the space of a coffee shop. Um, really, usually, uh, it, you know, has this great um, built-in community to it. it. It's a space to meet people. It's a space to hang out. It's a space to talk. Usually they're well lit. So, you know, you got all this great light um, that, you know, volatile photography, when, you know, going back to that, um, is actually the finished word for light because at at the background of any um, photograph is is light. You're basically capturing light. So um, I think mainly it's that sense of um, in both coffee and beer is that sense of that, that space is just a, a place where you can meet and talk. And a lot of creative people like to get together and, and chat. And I think I, it, it's kind of maybe extraneous too, but it's the reason why like cycling and coffee go so well together, you know, it, you're going out for a ride with a, a bunch of friends and you end up meeting it starting and ending at a, at a brewery or a coffee shop or music and, and coffee. You know, we get a lot of musical artists uh, in and out. So I think it, it's just a, a great space to be with people. It's a great answer. And, and I definitely, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's basic, but I definitely agree with you. Jake Rohde from Venture Brew Company how did the idea, you know, for venture come up? You mentioned the background a little bit, especially with your again co-owners Simon and Rob over at Venture, but especially doing both coffee and beer, which I obviously harped on in your introduction. Was it something about the both of those two that came together that was appealing to you guys? Yeah, I think um, that trip out in Denver when we saw this aspect of um, how parallel the drinks were or could be in terms of that community, that community space. And, um, you know, people get together over coffee and people get together over beer. Um, and then thinking about it beyond that, from a business standpoint, we've got these two very different businesses, but they kind of exist at different ends of the day. So we were thinking we could have this space that just opens in the morning, goes all the way through night. And, um, 
and then really jam up kind of what we love about tap rooms and bars and what we love about cafes all in one space. So in terms of like uh, what we love about tap rooms, we've got that a very open kind of inviting space. We've got bartenders that can you talk you through drinks and what's going on. Um, so to take that and, and kind of add it to the coffee service, um, I think one of the things that we saw in coffee that um, we never enjoyed is just that the, ex- the experience of ordering your coffee, right? You, you go in, you order it with one person, you go stand over in a corner, wait for someone to call your name, maybe incorrectly if you have a hard to pronounce name, <laughs> and then you grab it and that, that, that's your experience there. You might have a great experience in the space and with the people you're meeting, but the actual experience with the coffee is kind of a little bit um, disjointed. So we, we took that and, and kind of flipped it so that when you come into our space, you're ordering coffee as you would order a drink with a bartender with the person making your drink and uh, an open dialogue to talk about what's going on in coffee, what we got going on, what the person likes, what, you know, we might be able to have them experience that they never experienced. And then on the flip side, what we love about cafes is, is the environment where, you know, if you have some work to do, you can set up a laptop in the corner, be by yourself and not feel too weird about it. But if you got to do that at night where, you know, and you don't necessarily want coffee, where are you going to do that? You know, you can still come to our space. A lot of people do just have a beer uh, or, you know, have a, have a tea and hang out and still feel comfortable. You know, there'll be in any, any one night um, at our space, there'll be, you know, three people on laptops and, you know, four groups of people all, all chatting. And it seems very natural in the space. I know you just mentioned it a little bit about um, different types of customers that, you experience throughout your day. Uh, what can a sort of first-time customer expect from your shop in the morning and at night? Oh yeah, I, I think it it all depends on what's going on at, at the time. So we try to um, we try to just roll with with the day. So a lot of times we have um, like third shift nurses come in in the morning, um, and if they're the only ones there, we you know we can we can play a little bit more end of the day in the morning type of thing. Um, if it's really busy to go, we kind of, you know, keep the, the flow going pretty quickly, but still open up to conversation and um, having the bar um, for both coffee and beer service helps too, because someone can sit down and, and wait till we have a second to, to talk to them. Um, so yeah, it kind of ebbs and flows from like a really chill coffee space to something super lively people inside, outside. We've got two garage doors that we can open up and kind of connect the inside and outside. That usually happens any nice day. Music kind of changes depending on the vibe as well. And we leave that up to whoever's working to kind of read the crowd. And, you know, if everybody's sitting there on their laptop, we'll have something pretty chill um, as things pick up or if it's real busy, the music volume goes up as well as the the vibe. So um, I think we try to keep things very loose and open so that not only the people there, but our employees feel comfortable in whatever is happening. Milwaukee is affectionately known as Brew City, as, as you obviously know. Do you think that term can you know extend beyond beer also to coffee? You know, a, a big motivation, the tagline for this series is Reimagine Brew City, this whole Milwaukee coffee project. Um, can you tell the story of Milwaukee's coffee culture from your perspective? Yeah, I think uh, Milwaukee's got a, a 
a really fine coffee scene going on. Um, everything from big companies to small ones like us. Um, we've, uh, we're kind of um, really spoiled here. And I noticed that every time I go on, on vacation somewhere and I'm looking for, you know, a place to stay that's close to the, the best coffee I can find, sometimes it's really hard. In Milwaukee, you can land just about anywhere and find a really good cup of coffee. Um, I think Brew City definitely could include coffee and beer. Um, the history, I don't think, is in Milwaukee is quite as, as deep as beer, going back to the Miller days, but... Um, we've got companies like um, Altera who turned into Collectivo, who's, who've been around for 25, 30 years. You know, that's um, that's a long time. And I think they really um, kind of paved the way for smaller places to not only exist, but succeed. Um, as more people know about good coffee, there's more people who drink good coffee. So um, I know one of the questions we always get is, or one of the questions we did get when we were when we were thinking about opening is like, don't you think the the coffee scene here is you know saturated? And I think we're not even close to that yet. Um, and new places are popping up all the time. So um, it's just it's it's the same in the in the in the beer world, you know. Um, rising tides lift all boats, right? So the more people who know about good things, and the more people who are tasting good things, the more people are drinking good things. All right. Well, Jake, we got three rapid fire questions to Ooh, wrap yeah. up. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sound like it. All right. Number one, any future plans for your shop as the pandemic subsides, hopefully anything to tease? Oh man, we're uh, just, we're focusing right now just on this summer. Um, we were able to uh, make it, through the pandemic, uh, I mean, we're still in uh, the pandemic, but as as things kind of uh, open back up and, and we see more people, we're just really excited to um, kind of harness that that community aspect again that we were that we were missing a little bit in 2020. 2020, we went hardcore to go. Um, we still have that community. They supported us really well, um, and we appreciate every everyone who did visit us uh, in 2020. And we hope to um, show them how much we appreciate them this year. Um, we're going to have a three-year anniversary party that is going to um, be pretty awesome because we missed our two-year anniversary party last wow. year. So we'll have some special stuff there. We just had a, um, a beer release <laughs> yes. for, for the Donut Don where we connected with a uh, local donut place, Cranky Owls. We created a um, pastry stout for that. Um, and the party there was just like a little prequel of um what this summer might be in we're we're kind of focused on that and excited how about number two favorite drink on your menu Ooh, a favorite drink on my menu right now is our coke and spro so it's a coca-cola with espresso bitter cube orange bitters a little twist of orange um i think it really is uh like summer in a glass it's uh the, the espresso and the bitters kind of cut that sweetness of the Coke down and you get just really strong cola and coffee uh, vibe. And it's, it, that's my drink right now. I have had one. It is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
<laughs> and last last but not least, Jake Rohde, any shout outs, things we didn't get to that you want to, you know, address and, and comment on? Oh man, I uh I guess shout out to all the great coffee in Milwaukee. Um there you go. All the all the people who who paved the way so that we could exist and all the people who are are opening now. I'm super stoked for Ryan, he's he's bringing his place from um, Door County down here. They should be opening. Um, not, I'm not sure exactly when, but uh, Discourse Coffee. They'll be opening here. I think that'll be one of the newest spots in town. And um, super stoked there. Ryan uh, over at Interval, he's killing it. Uh, really love that place. But yeah, I, I, shout out to Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> a great, a great wrapping up point. And he is the co-owner of Venture Brew Company. Go see them on North Avenue, a great spot. I mentioned I tasted the Coca Spro already, and it has my stamp of approval. Uh, Jake, thanks so much. Thank you.